It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to the MLB Extras Rays Podcast. I'm Brittany Giroli, joined by Rays.com beat reporter Bill Chastain. Bill, how are you? I'm great, Brett. How's it going? I'm great. Bill, obviously, anytime you talk about Tampa Bay, almost immediately that one name that comes up, Blake Snell, he had such an unbelievable season. Uh, what do you think are his chances for winning the American League Cy Young Award? I think they're pretty good. I mean, it, it looks like um, it's going to be between him and uh, J- Justin Verlander, and they both have pros and cons as the Cy Young candidate. Um, you know, Snell led the American League in wins in ERA, and Verlander led in uh, strikeouts and starts, and he, he had considerable more innings as well, uh, which I think stands with a lot of voters. But uh, you know, who knows which way this thing is going to go? All I know is I watched Snell all year, and he really was good. But uh, I also know Verlander was was really good as well. Yeah, Bill, you did get to see him obviously up close. I mean, what what's impressed you most, I guess, about him? Maybe on the field or off the field, or, or what about him stands out? Well, for starters, you know, if you flash back to the year before, he was up and down between AAA Durham and and the Rays all year. And then when he finally came back in August of 2017, um, he made a a mechanical adjustment. He moved over to the middle of the mound with his, you know, where he started. He had been over on the third base side. And that started to kind of kick his mechanics into place, I think. And then from there, I think the the progress, I mean, he finished 2017 really strong, but still I think he was kind of off the radar for all of us because he had been so up and down in 2017. But he came back kind of a different uh, guy, and uh, he seemed to really take it a lot more seriously. He seemed to have matured. And, um, you know, I can't think of a lot of starts where he went out there and didn't really uh, do well. Even on the nights when his control was off, he seemed to find a way – uh, to pitch, you know, pitch out of trouble, find something that would work, where a lot of times you'll see a young pitcher when something's not working, they just fall to pieces, you know, if they don't have all of their stuff. And, and uh, you know, as you've watched a lot of baseball, you know when these guys, you know, they might have their best stuff, eight out of 32 or 33 starts, and those other starts, they've got to go out there and pitch with what they have, and, and he certainly has learned how to do that. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, as you said, totally different uh, pitchers, Verlander and him. You know, when you look at their numbers, it's a it's a, it's a tough award to give out. But you know, certainly the Rays, you know, they're big on kind of taking those guys up through the system. But let's talk free agency. I know it's early, can't do anything, still got the postseason going on. But do you feel like there's any interesting free agents that the, the Rays might try and sign that can really improve the team? Well, I thought one that might be kind of fun is if uh, the White Sox did not um, end up, uh, you know, using the option on uh, James Shields uh, for 2019. And, you know, he's got a $2 million buyout. Uh, I believe it's a $16 million option, which, you know, would probably be too much to pay for Shields at this stage. And um, I just thought it might be interesting if you brought him back and 
see what would happen. You know, you roll those 200 innings out there and you have the positive effect of having him around. Um, you know, he's, he's the guy who's kind of credited with the father as the father of the Rays work ethic for the pitching, you know, way back when, you know, 2007, 2006. And, you know, now he's kind of at the end of his career, but he, he didn't have, you know, he wasn't, he, he still did a lot of good things this past year. I also wonder what might happen if they tried to bring back Nathan Eovaldi, um, you know, and, and in both, you know, and more, more with Eovaldi than Shields even. They, the, the modern uh, uh, group of Rays probably have more familiarity with, um, with uh, Eovaldi because they've had him more recently than, than with Shields. So I think those are two interesting options. I, I don't look for them to be too active. I mean, they always bring in a handful of, uh, you know, veteran relievers um, to, uh, you know, sign minor league uh, contracts with uh, in, invites to spring training. And I, I would expect them to do that. But who knows? You know, last year we didn't think they were going to do much. And here they go out and they trade for Joey Wendell. And the guy turned out to be, you know, just a steal. Um, so they, they, trying to guess what these guys are going to do is always a pretty bring you, bring you brain freeze. <laughs> For sure. I would be a huge fan of them bringing James Shields back. What a, a great guy. Great veteran presence he was. Yeah, um, and I mean, I, I think he would, you know, I think he might like to end his career there. Uh, nobody works harder, so it, it, would, it would be certainly fun to watch. Yeah, and so, well, I'm going to give you brain freeze, I guess, here a little bit, but I'm going to ask you to talk about what they might do in the infield and, and kind of how you think that might look, who are the candidates that we can kind of look at um, going into 2019. Well, the thing is, it's like they've, they've got good problems. I mean, they've got so many infielders uh, and, and a lot of them got chances this year. Uh, you know, I think forgotten because he was injured at the end of the year is, is uh, Daniel Robertson, who, you know, when he, when he got injured, he might've been the most valuable player on the team, but, you know, he's got power. He fields well, he plays a lot of positions Wendell has another gear and, uh, you know, I, I crack up when they, when they did acquire him, uh, it was the same day the Yankees got, uh, Stanton last year and everybody was like, you know, the Rays really answered that Stanton thing by going out and trading for Joey Wendell. So, but, uh, you know, Joey Wendell got the last laugh and I, and I'll tell you this, that guy, that kid, um, he hustles like no player I, I think I've ever seen. But on top of that, you've got, uh, Jake Bowers at first, you got Matt Duffy at third. You got Willie Adamas at shortstop. Um, you know, right behind him, uh, Andrew Velasquez is a talented shortstop. I, you know, it's it's they've got like I said, they've got a pleasant problem there. Yeah, and, and speaking of Wendell, he's got to be in the in the discussion here for for rookie of the year. No, I mean him, Kevin Cash, and the Rays could make a little noise here in this award season. That's possible. I mean, although I, I think that Snell is probably their leading candidate for an award. I think that I think that Wendell could be maybe in the top three. And uh, I think Cash will probably finish second uh, behind Melvin, you know, from Oakland. So um, even Stu Sternberg, when we were talking to him towards the end of the season, complimented Cash for um, how well he had managed the team this season. But, you know, he, he said even he thought that Melvin would probably end up winning the award. Yeah, obviously Oakland, a great story, but I think, and you know, you'd know better than me, but you know, people kind of looked at the Rays and said, oh, they're, you know, they're not trying to win. They're selling off all their players. And then they, they come out of nowhere and win 90 games. I mean, one, 
how surprised were you that they were able to do this? And two, is this just smoke and mirrors, flash in the pan, Bill, or can they actually improve on this next year? Um, you know, I think that they've set a pretty high bar for themselves. Um, it's it's tough to win 90 games. And even if they improve next year, they might not win 90 games. I mean, at the end of this season, and you saw them play several series, I know, uh, when, when they played the Orioles, you know, they just seem to have that magic pixie dust that, uh, you know, allowed them to play 700 ball for a long period there. Um, but they do have young players. These players, a lot of them grew up together in the Rays organization and won at every level. Uh, so, you know, that bodes well for them. But again, you know, I think you need to take caution and thinking you're just going to have 90 wins, uh, you know, just repeat that. Although on the bright side, uh, you know, most times you win 88 to 90 games and you make the playoffs. This year was just an abnormality. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Bill, thanks for joining us on our, our first week here at MLB.com Extras. I'm Brittany Giroli. That's Bill Chastain, and we'll see you here next week. Take care, Brett. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.